Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and I'm back this week with a brand new podcast. Uh, this week, it's just an on the fly. This Actually, this isn't even Chris's Corner, you may have noticed already. I am currently in Bristol with friends. Uh, once again, uh, a friend of mine, Jonathan Edwards, has graciously allowed me to record within his uh, new home. And uh, yes, I have taken a spot uh, to to basically record my podcast on the weekends uh, when I have the time. So if there is one thing you do learn from this podcast is you always have the time to do things. You make the time. If you enjoy something, you make the time to do it. It doesn't matter whether it collides with a schedule. You make the schedule. You get up, you do it. Now, saying this... I have cocked up slightly because I did have a full week off work last week, which I could have recorded in and I could have prepared this podcast, but I do like to do them on the fly. I do like to have more of a an emotional attachment to each one that has me editing it on the Sunday and recording it on the Saturday. This isn't Saturday, this is Sunday morning, and so this will come out later today. And yes, uh, the people listening right now are probably like, man, you're the most, for someone who's just saying to, to tr- make time, you're the most disorganized organized person there is. Hypocrisy is my middle name, my friends. I think we've, we've got this from the first podcast onwards, so let's just carry on down that hypocritical, hip- hypocritical, that's not even a word, hypocritical route uh, down the street. Anyway, how are you? How's things? You you good? Obviously, I'm talking to to those listening, but I hope you're well. I hope things are going well for you. Life is good for me. Uh, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day here in Bristol. It's been a beautiful weekend here. Uh, yesterday, I uh, I lived in Bristol for those who don't know for four years, two well three years, uh, and then a placement year when I was doing my degree. And this is the first time I've been back since coronavirus started. So it's very strange for me. Uh, it's also a little bit nostalgic, a little bit, you know, sort of vibes of being back here. But also it's just, it's it's nice to see Bristol from a different perspective because for the majority of the time I was just studying. There was no time for me to basically go see the niceties of Bristol. So it's nice to come back uh, on, on a semi, semi like vacation-y sort of thing uh, to enjoy the scenery. Got to see the suspension bridge. I've never actually been to the hill to see the suspension bridge before. I know I lived here for three years. How did you not do that, Chris? And well, again, priorities. I think that's the main thing here for me. It's uh, it's, it's a big thing where I've prioritized work over going to see things like that. And I also basically don't know Bristol, I've realized. I have known areas. I don't know street names. If you tell me where something is, uh, and you show me a picture of it, I'll get it. But if you tell me a, a name of it, I will not get it for shit. <laughs> but nonetheless, anyway, enough about me babbling on about Bristol. Uh, at the moment, this is just a nice update podcast. What's going on? We haven't done one of these in a while. It's been a lot of um, me just pumping out content with either edits with uh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, and uh, Jocko Willink. I Get, I wonder if you can guess who's going to be the fourth of the four horsemen. Uh, some of you may know already. Uh, it's uh, It should be fun to release that one in 10 episodes time and uh, we'll see what happens. But yes, I have a schedule and uh, something that uh, I think you'll be interested in. Uh, the next few ones are organized and ready to go. I'll give you a couple of them now. Uh, one of them will definitely be Pure Memes Part 2. 
because that is just far too much fun to make and I think it's so stupid but it, it just gives everyone a bit of a laugh whether with me or at me it doesn't matter it's going to be a lot of good time and then I'm looking at doing a sort of nuanced podcast of you taught you like tackling your inner thoughts so it's going to be me interviewing me and i know that sounds super meta and very self-centered in many ways shape or form but stay with me now the idea is that it's for those who've seen it there's a ryan reynolds interview where he interviews himself and it's like the bad side of him interviewing the good side of him him being a bit of a dick to it to each side i'm hoping to try and recreate something like that it's, it sounds like an interesting concept. I hope that you'd be interested in listening or watching it. It should be a bit of a laugh to film, and that will be up coming. I think I'm going to do that one next week, and then the one after that will be Pure Memes. And Pure Memes takes a little bit longer to edit, so I think I'll leave the one for the weekend when I am fully free. Uh, so, yes, probably either next week but maybe not the weekend after, or maybe not the weekend after. So we'll see what happens. Uh, busy, busy times, busy times. Uh, but that's the that's the plan. Updates in the world at the moment. My God, it's as if coronavirus doesn't exist anymore. It's it's beautiful. So many people. So much things going on. Life's back to normal. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm not. I, if you can't tell, I'm already. I'm, I'm I'm a very extroverted person. So for me to go see people, to see the world, to go to coffee shops, to even I don't care about wearing a mask. I'll happily wear a mask if that makes everyone more comfortable. I'll do it. That's that's how I roll. Um, and for me personally, I think that let's just make people feel safe, and then we can slowly evolve back into normal society and go from there. And it, it's so nice to see events like football fans, people back in stadiums, how big of a deal is that? Like genuinely, how big of a deal is that for people to see their fans? And, and, and if you're not a footballer, obviously you're not gonna get the vibe or a football fan for that instance. But even if you're like into other sports, like tennis recently, oh my goodness, it's fantastic at the US Open to see all of these fantastic sort of arenas packed out. And a lot of people, maybe the nervous people are like, oh Chris, no too many people in one place after coronavirus is not safe the numbers are rising i think we need to be able to get back to our normal lives i think we need to have some sort of normalcy we need to have this bold move forward maybe it could have been gradually done further but we've we've pulled what's the what's the saying of uh, you know once once the cork's been unpopped you can't put it back in sort of thing and i think that's how we've got a role now we've just got to live with coronavirus and, and any other virus that could come our way and take the pandemic as a, a learning lesson for, for any future issues uh, which is kind of cool because it makes our generation sound a little tougher than it actually is uh, we didn't have to deal with a world war but we did have to deal with a, a pandemic a war on the mind um, as they say in Fight Club, our war isn't a physical war, it's a spiritual war. Uh, and, you know, this this is really interesting. I'm currently reading Fight Club at the moment, and from watching it to reading it, it's a very different perspective, but it's beautiful to read because it's the idea of men are lost in society. And it is the one book that that and maybe a couple of others, like Dead Poet Society, but Dead Poet Society is not a book, but... Um, there's, there's a quite a few books nowadays that are realising that we do need to 
have both sides we have to have the yin and the yang we have to have the masculine and the feminine we can't just be one or the other it has to be the ability to be able to transition from both and, and be able to tap into either sides to be able to work well within society uh, and so for me when i watch fight club or i read fight club it's beautiful to see like ah the main thing here is there's a lot of people lost in society and in this case it did a, it's just a, a, an extreme case where you start fighting each other but it's that ability to tap into that fight style that hunter hunter rather than gatherer and really go out and and, and i think that is something we need to embrace in today's society and coronavirus if anything prove that because we're all hidden away we're all hidden and people want to just get out and do stuff and the energy's bubbling at the moment and i think the next two years we're going to see such a rise in creativity because people have been able to be away and not be within society either that or people are just going to become <laughs> hermits <laughs> And let's hope not. That's not how we want to see things. We want to see more creative. We want to have that second age of renaissance, you know. Uh, and I'm an optimist. So for me personally, I can't see a world any way other than that. Um, so let's let's be positive and see that for the future. So crowds are back. Coronavirus is slowly fading away. Let's hope the winter here in, in Europe isn't as bad as last winter. Let's hope that we can see people for Christmas. My God, a Christmas that's normal. Let's hope for that. That's so, you know, something that we all took for granted. I did. I know I did. Uh, you know, having a Christmas with the, with all of your family, seeing all of your family. Uh, I'm embracing that at the moment. And uh, it, we've got recently, it, where I live in the middle of nowhere, my aunt and uncle have, have recently moved down and it's a game changer realizing that they're literally a two minute walk away from you i've never had that in my life i've never had family who are a two minute walk everyone's always been scattered around and it's actually really nice being able to bump into people who are your family and uh, it's kind of this i used to say this to, to my friends I would, i'd love to be able to organize uh, we all live in one beautiful location and we all have separate houses that sort of we we live in the similar area and we knock into each other i love that idea at the same time i'm also somebody who loves the idea of traveling to see friends so it's 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 maybe it's a, a two-house operation <laughs> in dreamland um but dreams dreams can become realities i've realized this that you you don't you know again i refer to to harvey specter here i know fictional character chris what are you doing but for me personally i love love another quote where he says i don't have dreams i have goals and we're moving on to the next one and it's that that's kind of yes i mean play the clip dream come true for any lawyer i don't have dreams i have goals now it's on to the next one yeah i mean it, it's so beautiful it's so much fun to to think about yes that's the mindset that's the mindset there where you have to go for what you want in life and it's very easy for me to say that because i've come from a white middle class background and it's you know i don't like that classification it really makes me feel kind of like i'm criticizing myself and i don't want to do that but at the same time i also appreciate that i am very lucky in where i've come from and who's taught me and how i speak and how i sound and how uh, it's easier for me to do things so there is that but at the same time I'm fascinated by everybody being able to tackle that dream and want to chase what they want and not have anyone feel that they're being judged in 
well it's actually mainly our own selves and in next week's podcast you'll see this where i'm i'm talking about this inner voice up here and that's the inner voice we talk to on a regular basis a lot of people won't admit that they will rather not talk about these quite deep conversations that you have with yourself where you it's not actually a lot of people say they got bullied at school and stuff like that but the real bully wasn't the bullies it was yourself you were terrified you would you know of, of the judgment of other people but really the reality of the situation was much easier than the actual thoughts that you create yourself you are your own worst enemy and that's what i meant by the yin and the yang within the white of the yin which is pure light there is the greatest darkness and within the yang there is the greatest light so within good times you will find some of the worst times and within the the bad times you'll find some of the best times because it's the shining light or the greatest darkness within either contrast and you have to have both you cannot have one without the other and in today's society it's fascinating to to see that we've almost tried to ostracize it one of one block and the other and you can only be within this area and you can't be within this area uh, it's it's fascinating to see uh, i saw recently on the news i think it was the met gala and this this is week, last weekend this is old news now but to me it's it's fascinating seeing people go there and showing off dresses and i get it it's very interesting to to, to people who are into that vibe it's, it's not my sort of thing but it's it's really intriguing to see how people react to it i think that's my favorite thing uh, is how there's a lot of like, oh, look at these people. They can afford to go and get invited to the Met Gala where uh, they they show off dresses and stuff like that. And it actually, my favourite thing is the the reactions to to the Met Gala because it's so negative and it's so sort of, oh, these people have made it time to take them down a peg sort of thing. And it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of boring. And uh, I think society's... Uh, it, it, it's, it's increased that that sort of resentment towards those who've done well and we shouldn't be thinking that and I, I, I'm gonna bring up Richard Ed Poor Dad again I'm gonna keep bringing up this book because I'm now 200 pages in since we last spoke I know it's crazy I'm reading exp exponentially faster each time I'm going through this book there is so much to learn in there this guy Robert Kiyosaki and if I'm saying that name wrong I'm sorry but he is He's not just, I think genius is the wrong word, I'd actually say he's altruistic because he's taken knowledge that he could easily, I mean he is selling it but he's also, I mean I bought that book for six quid, come on, like six pounds, if you haven't got six quid, I mean I'm sorry but at the same time that, that is the, the mindset that you should ha be having is that we shouldn't be resenting people because they have money or because they're playing by the rules of tax, it should be that we aim to be able to be within that group and that we need to understand how society is making us realize that we should you know one of the things that the met gala was i think it was aoc who had tax the rich i mean honey are you not aware that you are rich like the hypocrisy and i mean as i said i'm hypocrite so she probably didn't think anything of it but it's kind of silly isn't it that you know tax the rich we are you know you are the rich like this is well to me it's just it's silly because at the end of the day you're never going to be able to tax the rich because there's always going to be play sort of loopholes within society that you can place in and uh, we shouldn't be frowning upon them we should be saying ah let's utilize them let's get in there and we can do it ourselves 
and I think it's just merely the knowledge and it, I think it's a little bit of ignorance that causes that. Anyway, on to a more uh, positive topic. Uh, like I said, football's back. Uh, for those who are not football fans, please tune out right now. Uh, I am so sorry. Uh, this will only take a couple of minutes and then you can tune right back in. But Chelsea Football Club, oh my God, I'm so happy right now, guys. I really am. Like, Lukaku's been signed. We have got Seoul on loan. We've got a team that just looks just deadly. We won the Champions League. I, we, you know, I, I don't know if I spoke about how happy I was. I was running around the house uh, screaming to my parents, like, we won the Champions League. Oh my God. I've talked about this before. But point being is I'm so proud of my team at the moment. It's been uh, a long, hard slog to get to this point since 2012, basically. It's been around. We've won the Premier League in 2015. It was a very different team, though. Uh, I think this team is, is much more uh, defensive-minded. It's beautiful to see because we, if we score goals, we don't concede. It's, it's really interesting to see. And we've got Lukaku banging in the goals at the moment. We look strong in the Champions League. We look strong in the Premier League. And now we have Manchester United coming back stronger than ever. And a lot of people who aren't a fan of Manchester United, I'm not either, but I'm actually glad they're back with strength because it's going to make it so much sweeter when we beat them. Because it's going to be like the old days when Fergie was in charge. When we when Chelsea beat Man U when Fergie was in charge, that was the sweetest victories that I ever grew up with. It was the wins of wins, because they were, as, as I've said before, the game of games. Because Fergie may have been the best manager of all time, but being able to beat him was a sweetness in itself because it showed that you were able to play amongst the best and beat the best and that's so much better than beating Man U over the past five or six years which has been basically you know it's not really a, a, a value nowadays so there's that and I make a prediction now I made predictions last year I didn't think we were going to win the Champions League uh, this year I'm optimistic for everything I think we can go for it all I think the Premier League is, is ours for the taking and I think it's purely a, uh, how the other teams play. I think Liverpool, Man City, Manchester United and Chelsea, those four, it's going to be any one of them could go for it this year. Uh, Liverpool are back full, full strength with Van Dijk at defence and they've got Salah and Mane pinging in the goals at the moment and they've got Jota in reserve as well as Firmino. So th again, their team is, is strong. Man City, I mean, they're without a striker, so actually I predict City, they'll do well, but they won't do as, as well if they'd bought Harry Kane, for instance. Um, and they would have won the Premier League if, if they'd got Harry Kane, because it would have been goals and an incredible midfield, as well as a strong defence. So there's that. And, and Man United have Ronaldo now. So uh, although they did lose to young boys, which is an embarrassment uh, to nature when you have Ronaldo and a strong team. So they should be really reconsidering their tactics. And it may be Ole Gunnar Solskjaer who's, who's the problem. But we'll find out soon enough. Oh, victory sip. Love it. So, football over segment. For those who tuned out for those two minutes, I'm back with non-football uh, talking and non-football vibes. Uh, so, like I said, you've got the schedule. Life is good at the moment. It's beautiful. Uh, I can't believe that it's still September. Uh, I know a lot of people will get into that full vibe around this time of year. I know that's an American word. Autumn, for everyone who isn't from the US. Uh, the idea of autumn time i'm looking forward to halloween but i'm also loving how it's 21 degrees and we are in the 19th of september nearing the end of september so 
incredible weather for, you know, global warming, if you don't believe in it, I mean, what are you doing, number one? And number two, it's all around us right now. We're in the United Kingdom, which is commonly rainy and cold this time of year, and we've got beautiful sun. So, look look at yourself, take your thought, thought, thoughts to yourself, and global, global warming is real. <laughs> like I said, global, global warming, I mean, obviously, a... Uh, not really a laughing matter at the moment because while coronavirus has been going on, uh, life as we know it has continued to deteriorate uh, for, for the environment. And in many cases, I think I'm, it's concerning to say the least, but also there's a lot of improvements. Uh, so I'm an optimist. I love that, for instance, my family, they've got solar panels on their house. Uh, my friends' families have solar panels on their house. If you have the money, then I would recommend you do that because you are slowly going to re remove the use for fossil fuels and increase the amount of uh, non... I, th I think it's non-emission produced energy. I think something along those lines. But yeah, I mean, I don't drive, but if I did, I'd... I'd try and invest in a Tesla one day, but that's a liability that, again, uh, if you are of my age group, if you are in your tw mid-twenties and you do have money, I would not recommend buying a car right now because it's not in your assets column. I would That's a liability. If you're paying monthly payments on a car um, and you have an income that can't, you know, if it's more than 10% of your income, rethink it get rid of it sell it and spend only 10 percent because that will increase your income anyway I'm, I'm not trying to give a lecture sorry i i went into lecture mode god i'm oh, turning into my father um <laughs> but as i was saying the environment has, has still been going on while this uh while things have been going on and it was beautiful to see during coronavirus there was things like the Italian rivers clearing up, the air becoming clearer. So I think we need to also keep in mind now that we're back to normal, things should, you know, genuinely stay. We should be trying to clean up and we should be realizing how much of an impact the uh, cars and our general sort of tomfoolery that, that causes it. So there is that. Moving on to some a little bit more lighthearted stuff. Uh, one thing that recently I've been watching, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the uh, the animated version of The Witcher was fantastic. I watched that recently. I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. Uh, it's one of those sort of shows, I think it's a film, so it's an hour long, and it's, uh, it's like a prequel to The Witcher se series, and I've, I really enjoyed it. I had some really interesting characters within there and had some great action sequences. I loved the speed, at the, at the way the witches fight, the use of magic, the use of um, characters that you really dislike in there as well. Like the female uh, antagonist, my goodness, do you dislike her? And they, I, I did love that by the end of it, they didn't even try to give her some sort of uh, redeeming factor. It was just like, yeah, you just disliked her. She, her, her. Her viewpoints were not good. And that was great. You had an antagonist too, too much nowadays. We're trying to redeem our antagonist. We're trying to have, you know, the Joker. Oh, he grew up like this. It, it, there's always a backstory to these bad guys. Let's not have a backstory. Let's just make them a bad guy. They're a bad guy. We don't need to know the backstory behind it. No one's that interested. Um, anyway, so that uh, I was also... What, what else was there? I was watching um, 
obviously continuously watching your mum's house uh, podcast at the moment i am religiously listening to uh, dr drew's uh, dr drew after dark on your mum's house every friday it brightens up my friday afternoon in on my work days it is hilarious if you haven't listened to it please go over Dr. Drew and the Booth Boys, they are so, such a laugh. It's hilarious hearing people talking about, uh, you know, sexual stuff in the sense of like, oh, I've jerked off and blood's come out or like, oh no, I've gone to the loo and, you know, phlegm's come out. It's it, it, gross, I know, but like, it's interesting hearing about how a doctor, like an actual doctor, um, sort of prescribes sort of remedies and, and tells you, gives you advice to go speak, see, see your physician or something on those lines, but with a little bit of humour. And uh, it's it's always a laugh. I always love uh, the characters of any Nadav on there as well and how they have that they're almost like they could have their own podcast of their own personality they've got so much personality that they're a part of the show and there's nothing better than having i don't want to call them side characters because that's, that's a bit of a dis you know it's not fair for me to say that because they're not they're almost like integral to the part of the show now and i love stuff like that i love people who have their the side characters become just as strong as the main character and they're just as interesting and they've got their own quirks and their own traits and uh, they've got their own things i mean for instance uh any one of the producers of the show literally one of the running gags is like he doesn't shit for a month he literally waits till the end of the month or like uh, every two weeks and then just squats over a loo and then does his business like my goodness like gross i know but chris you're being vulgar but at the same time it's it's like fascinating stuff like that or you think chris you're being weird stop talking about this now and if you're not into that sort of crude humor then don't go listening to to your mum's house Uh, but if you are uh, i may have uh, set you on a path that you may never be able to come back from (laughs) uh so yes so your mum's house animated you know what i haven't been watching as much anime as i was when uh covid was was about uh, i've been spending a lot more time outdoors my running practice has been intense recently um it's been a, a lot of miles i am gonna get a thousand miles this year i'm also gonna get a marathon i was meant to run a marathon on friday but i've come back down to bristol so i've had to postpone that till next weekend so i'm gonna do multiple attempts my plan is to attempt next weekend if i fail it's fine do lesser miles the weekend after that, then attempt again. And just keep attempting over and over again until I finally get the time that I want. Currently, I'm running at, um, I did 17 miles the other day, and it was 2 hours and 20 minutes. So it was around 8 minutes and 11 seconds, give or take, which was really good. I was really pleased with that time because it's not far off my goal of hitting 3 hours and 30 minutes or 3 hours and 30, what, 29 minutes for a marathon. Uh, so that's really intriguing to me and I'm really hopeful in the sense that I can hit this goal that I've had for such a long time. Also getting a thousand miles by the end of the year, it, it really is. I mean, I don't joke about my fitness. I love it. For those who are as interested as I am, you'd understand the sort of relationship I have with it. It's not something that I don't force myself to work out. I don't force myself to go running I love it. It is part of me now. I've been doing running for seven years. I've been doing weights for three or four. So it's it's this joy. It brings joy to my life. So if you're looking for stuff like that, if you love reading books, if you love art, if you love 
doing things. I'm not going to tell you to go work out if you don't love it, but I'm also saying it's, it's so good for you. You know, my heart, I didn't, I, I don't like to say things that, but I don't get ill. I don't get ill. It's, it's great. I mean, I used to get ill all the time when I was younger. And I used to be that kid who was asthmatic, who friggin' like coughed over anything. It was like, couldn't even do cross country because he was so like, just like out of breath uh, and unfit for that matter. So yeah, and my, you know, I was barely able to play football because I was just unfit and just unable to, and I, I was like fragile. I was, I, there's a common theme of me growing up, of being on crutches. My friends from the early days of, of primary school and secondary school would know me as the kid who would literally just be breaking his ankle like every, you know, every other year, basically. Um, thankfully, I've, I've kind of sort of solidified up after that. And uh, nowadays, I'm, I'm a little bit tougher <laughs> than I was back then. Uh, but that doesn't really go for much. So let's say I'm a, a lot tougher on those on that point. But what I'm trying to get at here is that if you want to get into this area of life, if you want to be physically fit and then also tackle your day job or your, your goals or your dreams and you want to get physically fit, it should become part of you. It shouldn't be forced upon you. And if you hate it, then there's almost like, if you want to be mentally tough and you want to be able to get through this life in a way where you are positive and optimistic, then it makes it a lot easier. Um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, enough enough lecturing on that part. I'm loving it. I think that life at the moment is is, is kind of beautiful in, in so many ways. Like I said, my running's going great. My workouts uh, are becoming tough, if I'm honest. I'm mentally, mentally finding it tough. So I am going to incorporate a few new things. I'm going to introduce some new foods. Uh, I have feel, felt that I've had a little bit too many uh, sweets recently. <laughs> Uh, I have had my mum made a beautiful carrot cake the other day. Uh, my sister and I destroyed it within a week. It was gone. It, it demolished. And for those who know as well, my mum makes uh, cakes and and fudge and anything that's naughty. Uh, and she is probably the best at it that I've ever met. You can go to any bakery. I bet you my mum's cooking will beat it. And that's not a brag. That's just facts. Like I've not. I've been. I've been to many different countries. My mum's cooking, and and if you've had her cooking, you'll fully understand why. Um, it, it's extremely hard to beat. So, yes, mum, if you're listening, good on you. <laughs> Life accomplishment right there. You you've kicked ass on on multiple continents. <laughs> uh, but for the rest of you. Uh, yes, if you ever get the, the chance and you're ever over at my house, do ask. You're always welcome. Anyway, moving on to less foodie topics. I will be restricting myself from, from foods like that and trying to force myself to get back onto a little bit more of a rigid regime than, than I already do. And uh, I think going on holiday for a week and relaxing my diet a little bit can have that effect. So there is that. But don't be too hard on yourselves. There is the climb back there is uh also we i also have that mental cog in my brain where i was like oh, i haven't worked out fuck i need to work out damn like there's there's that click in my brain and you need to be a little bit more right i'm gonna do it it's fine it's just the consistency of doing it and some days are harder than others and you just have to crank out that workout and it may not be as good as the others but you have to do it and you have to get it done for yourself not for anyone else just for you it's that mental and also i have that uh oh no i'm gonna lose gains i'm gonna lose the gains uh and 
for those who know, you know, Ronnie Coleman and, and the, the memes that come out of him is lightweight baby. Uh, it's, it's that idea of just consistent weightlifting. You worry that if you take one day off that you're going to lose your muscle mass. And so that is, that is the thing. Um, but I'm going on again, this, I'm, I'm talking about life at the moment for me. It's a lot of similar stuff at the moment for the next, like I've said in the previous podcast, the next uh, few months, I've got an agenda of what I'm going to cover on the podcast. Like I said, I'm going to do uh, inner thoughts podcast. I'm going to do a memes part two. I'm going to try and go see some guests over the next uh, couple of months. I'm going to organize that. Uh, I'm also going to try and incorporate a couple more history podcasts for those who like history. I'm going to try and tackle uh, bringing on some previous guests who I haven't spoken to in a while and I have to uh, get back on the podcast. Uh, I'm also going to try and try some new stuff, new subjects that I'm not too uh, sort of strong with. I've said this before. I have tackled a few so far. Uh, I think relationships would be really interesting because I'm not a relationship guy, but I would love to um, sort of tackle it and read up on it and read what people say and stuff like that. So it'd be intriguing to, to listen and psychology. I'm fascinated by that. So I'd love to do a, a podcast on that as well. So lots to come. Uh, this has just been an update podcast. What, what things have been going on, what I've been doing. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of visits to different places. I didn't even mention uh, that I went to I went, I've been going back and forth to Lulworth Cove and Dirtledore and, and the Jurassic Coastline a lot over the past couple of weeks. Uh, it's always beautiful down there, it really is. And visiting with friends and uh, going down there, it's an absolute pain in the ass for me personally because I don't drive. So getting down there either on my own is, is absolutely painful via bus or via train, but going with people who drive a lot easier. So there is that downside to, to not driving. But it is watching the sun set as you watch as the ocean comes in and out and in and out just puts you at peace man there's a zen in life and that zen is what i'm constantly seeking that peace inner peace and that sun setting over the horizon beautiful way to end the podcast i think we'll end it here this has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's, not Chris's corner. Uh, and, <laughs> and as always, I shall see you next this time next week. Bye now. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day!